Welcome to the podcast with a purpose with information and content meant to motivate, aspire and inspire you from romance author and host Chamira E. Fleming, but you can call her my welcome to an experience. This is the Purple Charm Experience. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Purple Charm Experience. You all know who I am. I'm your host, Chamara E. Fleming, but you can call me Mai. It's a pleasure to be with you another glorious day today. And as always, I like to start the episode off with something motivational, aspirational, and inspirational for us all to hold on to. And I do that with my quote of the day. And today's quote comes from Jody Picoult. And it's a great quote because because I'm in NaNoWriMo, you guys know what it is, National Novel Writing Month. I wanted to choose a quote that speaks to those of us who are writers. Every one of us have a gift of writing in some form or fashion. Whether you are a published author or not, um, I'm pretty sure that you may love writing at some point in time. Um, And so with that being said, today's quote is the following. If it's writing time, I write. I may write garbage, but you can always edit garbage. You cannot edit a blank page. You know, writing during this time for me takes a lot of discipline, especially making sure I find the time to actually sit down and focus my my thoughts so that I may be able to write. You know, my um, thoughts on, you know, NaNoWriMo right now is that if you know someone that is currently taking part of the NaNoWriMo 2021 that is a writer, an author, Please encourage them um, right now, please, because it's easy, easy to be distracted. I mean, we have to push ourselves tremendously to write regardless or of or if we want to. Um, And if you've ever thought about writing a book or poetry or essay or doing it during this month, whatever it may be. I just say do it. Um, Like the quote says, you cannot edit what's not there. And write what you can. Write what's on your heart. Write what's in your mind. And I love this quote because it speaks to me because I'm definitely writing what's in my heart and my mind. And yes, it may be garbage the first go around in the draft. But trust me, I'm writing. I'm writing. Hey, 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 everyone. Right now is for time for one of my favorite parts of the episode. I'm about to give you one of my favorite sips for the week. Um, I like to call it my sip of the week. You know, I usually like to share something that's festive and fun for us to sip on, usually or typically during 
um, when I have my discussion or if I'm reading an excerpt from a book or I'm just talking about something that uh, is going on in my writer's journey. But nevertheless, I want you to have something perfect and something nice to sip on while you listen. So today's sip of the week, my sip of the week is called Caramel Apple Sangria. And this week, um, it is a nod or a salute to autumn. This cozy autumn cocktail for you is perfect to sip on, particularly as we approach the Thanksgiving holiday. And so with that said, okay, here's the skinny on what you'll need to make this fabulous cocktail. Your ingredients will be five cups of apple cider, one fourth cup of caramel syrup, one 750 milliliter bottle of white wine. Um, some really cool choices for you to for you to use um, for this particular piece for the the wine piece. Um, you know how I love uh, white wines, um, but some of the choices that you have for this this sangria is Pinot Grigio, Sauvignon Blanc, Chardonnay, or Riesling. Um, I would say depending on the sweetness, because you can find some some dry Rieslings, to be quite honest. But if you're going for, you know, a sweeter variety, I might try, I might go with a, a Riesling over some of the others. But if you are more of a person who love dry wines and want something that is not necessarily so sweet, then definitely go with Pinot Grigio, Sauvignon Blanc, or Chardonnay. Um, you're also going to need one cup of caramel vodka. Um, you can get the Stoli, the Stoli or Smirnoff uh, version of the caramel vodka, but my preferred um, vodka that I, you know, you don't have to choose what I choose, but the, the what I prefer is um, Pinnacle um, Salted Caramel Vodka. I love Pinnacle Vodka um, over the other two, but please feel free to use what you like for this recipe. You're also going to need three large Honeycrisp or Gala apples, sliced thin, two large Granny Smith apples, sliced thin, and for your garnish... Um, you can use rosemary sprigs, star of, Thank you so much, everyone, for joining me. I hope you love my sip of the week. The caramel apple sangria sounds like it's going to be a winner. Um, It's perfect, especially if you love apple cider around this time of the year um, or apple pie. Um, When I was doing research for this particular sip, I read that um, it had you know, flavor notes that reminded you that would remind you of apple pie. So of course, you guys know that I am 
um, currently expecting, but I cannot wait to try this sip after the holiday season. I've had other sips um, in the past that were similar, but the ones that I've had in the past use whiskey and apple cider. So I may have one for you coming up in the in a future episode during this holiday season, but you have to stay tuned to find out. Anyway, moving right along, um, today I wanted to briefly talk about um, three things that I've learned about myself um, during the first week of NaNoWriMo, which is National uh, Novel Writing Month. Um, you know, I spent a lot of time in October preparing for uh, NaNoWriMo. I was super excited about doing so. Um, and so it was, you know, a no brainer once November arrived that I would just jump right in. But the funny thing is, is like, you never really realize <laughs> how quickly time passes until, you know, the thing that you're trying to do or you're supposed to do is right upon you. And that happened to me. Like I was spending every weekend working on different aspects of preparing, you know, my myself for writing for this month and preparing like the plot, doing character development, all these little these other little things that would, you know, that was supposed to be the build up for the launching pad for me to be able to start writing. And then once November 1st arrived, I was like, oh, my God, it's already here. I got to start writing. And I sit down to write and I'm like, what do I write? (laughs) And it's so crazy because, you know, as a writer, I've had this story in my mind for the last two years. And I've been mulling over the storyline for that time. But I've never put pen to paper or fingers to laptop or a keyboard to begin the story. And when it was time to actually begin writing, I thought to myself, oh, my God, I don't know if I'm ready. And it's wild because I think about when I finished the first book and I sat down to write the second book like literally finished the third book and I want to say March of March of uh, 2018 something like that and when I began to write the second book it was in the summer of 2018 so maybe like June or July something like that But when I sat down to write, I literally was free enough. My mind was free enough to actually sit down and write. And so one of the first things that I was reminded of when, you know, NaNoWriMo actually jumped off on November 1st, the first lesson in that first week for me was writing every day takes discipline. It takes serious discipline. I think on the first day I wrote 750, 
maybe 760 something words. My goal is to write 16, you know, 1,667 words every time I sit down to write this month until I hit 50,000 words. I have not done so. And we're already in nine days into this month. And I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? But I think about the fact that when I wrote my second book and I wrote it in 17 writing days over the course of a month's time, I was not working a full-time job. My full-time job was writing. My full-time job was Creative Calfrey. It was everything that I was doing. I was sleeping, breathing, eating Creative Calfrey and my writing. So I had the time and the discipline to be able to get up and force myself not necessarily didn't even feel like I was forcing myself because I I wanted to get up and write that story. I literally would wake up like I was going to work every day because it was my work and I and I felt like it was work every day and my best time my best time for writing was mm, between 5 and 6 a.m. So I was getting up at 5:30, 6 o'clock in the morning and writing 2500 words until I got to the point where I I couldn't write anymore and no story was done. And I had to remember that right now, because I work a full-time job, yes, I was a mother then, I was a wife then, I'm a mother and a wife now, but I have so many more competing priorities on me that it takes more discipline now for me to write every day than it did back then. You know, I had a little bit more freedom. So that was the first lesson for me. And if you're an author or a writer and you're going through and you, you know, the same thing or you're experiencing similar, similar, having similar experiences, you know, don't beat yourself up because you didn't make your goal today. If you sat down for 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, five minutes, and you wrote something, it's better than nothing, um, I say. And sometimes I go over what I wrote the previous day and then it sparks me to be able to write more. But nevertheless, I'm, I'm finding um, the time and the discipline to be able to write daily again for this purpose, for NaNoWriMo. And then, you know, with that said, the second lesson that I learned is that few words is better than none you know the worst part for me as a writer I don't know about other writers or authors or whatnot but I know the the worst part for me is to have planned on spending time writing at a specific point of the day and time gets away from me or things get away from me and I don't get a chance to write you know Writing is my outlet. It is the way, you know, in which I express myself the best. And if I have set set aside that time to be able to do it, I look forward to it. And I know like the first couple of days of NaNoWriMo last week, I literally beat myself up. There was, I think it was Tuesday. I was so busy on Tuesday that I did not write one word. And it hit me hard because, 
you know, I've planned to write. This is what I want to do. And I want to meet the goal of 50,000 words. It's my, I'm going to do my best. But I got to pick up the pace, number one. But even if I don't make it, I do know that um, writing nothing is unacceptable for me. And writing a few words is better than not writing anything at all. So if you are experiencing that as well, just write something down. Even if it's on a sheet of paper and you can type it in later. That's what I've been doing. Like if I write a few words here or a few words there, or I take a lunch break, part of my lunch break and write a few minutes. I might write before I get started for work and then finish up afterward. I'm finding little bits of time where I can to fit my writing in. So do that and, and see where that leads you. And finally, the last thing that I learned in my first week of NaNoWriMo is that your life may be a distraction, but it's not an excuse not to write. So no matter how much I try or No matter how much I think about the fact that, yeah, I'm a mom, I got to cook dinner, I got to pick up, you know, do drop off pickup for my, my child, um, my wife, you know, there are things that, you know, as a, as a, a partner in a marriage that you have to do, you know, keep the house clean or go pick up something for your spouse or, you know, they may have things that they need you to do too, um, you got work full time. There are priorities that are you need to be met for your team. Those kinds of things, and it's like just because just because you have those things going on in your life, you cannot get distracted by those things and use that as your excuse as for not writing. Myra, no, <laughs> I always tell myself, you know, you guys can call me my, but I, you know. I call myself, you know, my family and my friends and close friends call me my, uh, call me my and Myra. So, um, <laughs> so I say, to, but I say to myself, Myra, you can't, you can't just do that. You cannot just use the fact that you didn't write last night or write today. Um, use the excuse that you had, you know, you got all this stuff going on in your life. You've had all this stuff going on in your life anyway. And yet you might have found time to watch TV. You found time to talk on the phone. You found time to do other things that may or may not be as constructive as you spending the time that you need to spend on your writing. And so I look at it that way. And when I look at it that way, I realize what's important to me and being true and staying true to my purpose which is my first love which is writing and so um and when I thought about that last week I was like wow that's a huge realization is that you know just because you have a life your life isn't a distraction you know it's part of the process it's part of what makes you what drives you to work harder to do what it is that you love to do. And if you truly love to do it, 
you will find time for. This is just like in relationships. We find time to spend time with the people that we care about, that we, you know, that we want to spend time around and be with and love, you know, and care about. You find that time, that fine time to be able to spend that time with them if you really, really want to. Otherwise, if you don't, it's truly not important to you. That person may not be really important to you. If you don't really, if you're not really worried about finding the time to spend with that person, if it's okay, if you miss, you know, if you, you set up some time to hang out with this person or spend time with these people that you say you care a lot about and, you know, yet, um, you know, you set up the time with them and then yet if the time comes and goes and you don't even, you know, let them know, Hey, I'm not going to make it. Hey, you know, let's reschedule. Can I do a rain check? You know, if it's really not that important for you to you or for you, if you miss that, that, that meeting with them, that person or that group of people that you care about, mm, can you really say that you care about them? Is it really that important to you? Do you really want to spend your time with that person or those people? Probably not. It's probably not as important as you, you say it is. And the same thing with your passion and what your purpose is. For me, like I said, writing is my thing. If I'm telling you and telling the world and telling myself that it's truly important to me and it means the world to me and I'm truly passionate about it, then I'm going to find the time that is necessarily, I mean, excuse me, that is necessary to devote to it. You know, I'm going to give, I'm going to show up and give it the time that it deserves in my life because it's a part of me. It's a part of my life, just like everything else that I have going on in my life. So I won't neglect it and I won't push it out, you know, And so I say all that to say, because I learned some powerful lessons about myself in this first week, you know, and it's like, and and these may be things that I may have already known, but they've come back to the forefront for this purpose and for NaNoWriMo. And I'm acknowledging it. I'm embracing them. And I'm trying to do better in the second week with it. And and honestly, I have. Um, I've written every day this week. Um, I found time to write every day this week. It may not be as much as I want for it to be as far as hitting that 1667. But I am doing something. It's not less than, you know, it's not zero. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can say that. And so um I'm excited where the story is going. Um my main character, the pre- protagonist in this story, he is amazing. Like he's so complex, he's so different. Um I can't believe the imagination when you allow it to be free and just go and do its thing the things that you can see and create um this guy he is 
Um, it's, he's very interesting. I, I'm, I'm excited to write about him. I'm writing about his parents right now. He just had an episode um, in the story, um, and he's just getting, oh my God, it's just, it's so good. Like, I don't want to tell it to you because I'm excited, but um, yeah, this is, this is the, for me, this is, this is the important piece. This is the, the pro- part of the process that makes writing fun, and I would much rather spend the most time thinking about these characters and writing them slowly as they come and as I see the story unfold in front of me in my mind's eye then rush through just you know based on my plots and what I've already prepared and just write a bunch of words just to hit a $50,000 word I mean 50,000 word count and have a bunch of garbage that I can't use. This story, it is relatable already. And I can see the city. Oh my God. So I will tell you that the main character is from Brooklyn, New York. And although I've never lived in Brooklyn, I don't know much about Brooklyn in the 1970s, but I will tell you the research that I'm doing and seeing like some of the images and, you know, the images from that time and trying to imagine, um, this, this, this young man living in that, that part of the city during that time. And some of the things that's going to transpire as he comes out of Brooklyn in his life and where it leads him. Oh, I'm just so, I'm just so inspired really inspired. So I'm going to leave it right there. We're going to pick up with this next time on the next episode of the Purple Charm Experience. I will say this week, I do not have a Prince history for you or Purple Charm for you um, because I wanted to focus on my the three lessons learned during this the first week of NaNoWriMo. Um, and I'm pretty sure you probably want to break from Prince anyway, so I'm not going to bore you. <laughs> and it would, even with me saying that, how could you ever be bored with Prince? I mean, really. But <laughs> anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, if you want to find out more about me, please visit my website, www.creativecalfrey.com. Um, pick up a My Tribe sweatshirt or t-shirt. Please support the brand. Um, it's a wonderful opportunity for um, other people to be motivated and inspired and aspire to their greatness um, by sharing the, the positivity of the My Brand. Um, I created it as a way not only to keep myself inspired, but to also inspire others along the way. So I hope that, you know, if nothing else, that you rock the gear, support by rocking the gear, you know, support me during the NaNoWriMo month by rocking this gear. Um, Also, I have merchandise for the the third book that's going to be coming out in 2022. And that book is Perfect Chemistry. This book is the third book in the Purple Charm series. I would love for you to rock 
the merchandise for it. I have t-shirts, I have sweatshirts, I have tumblers, and I also have masks to go with this, this book. So uh, please grab yours and um, tag me whenever you wear it in your social media posts. I would love to respond and see other people rocking my gear. Um, you can find the merchandise on www.creativecalfaray.com forward slash shop or you can also find it on my Etsy shop. All you have to do is go to etsy.com and search for Creative Calfaray shop. And um, with that being said, I just want to say thank you again for joining me this week. Once again, there's no Prince history. Um, we will return with that in a future episode. But I look forward to speaking with you again next time we're together. In the meantime, in between time, have a wonderful, wonderful day. Hi guys, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me on this episode of The Purple Charm Experience. I hope you enjoyed it, but in the meantime, in between time, I hope that you will also take a moment to check out my website, www.creativecalfaray.com, where you can find more information about me, my books, my merchandise, and more. Also, while you're there, I hope you, you will sign up for my newsletter by subscribing. If you also want to receive exclusive content and merchandise that pertains to this podcast, please sign up for my Patreon page by becoming a member. And finally, if you really enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider sharing with your friends and family. I appreciate it and they deserve to get this great information too. So until we meet again, I'll see you next time. Bye.